Hey everybody, this is Jay Wellness Pro. Welcome to the Wellness Corner After Hours Podcast. Today's musical selection is brought to you by Darren. Let's get into it. All day, I come all day. I'm in the studio the time I get up, the time I go to sleep. Mic check. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome again back to the Wellness Corner. I am, uh, well, Jay, the Wellness Pro here. Uh, we had some technical difficulties here, but uh, I am back here with a special, wonderful guest, one of my good friends, colleagues. Um, as you know, here at the Wellness Corner, we, 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 um, our goal is to aim for wellness, fitness, nutrition, and holistic living. And I'm in the infancy in this podcast, but I have the wonderful, incredible Miss Devereaux here joining us. Uh, Devereaux, thank you again. Uh, please. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm Devereaux. Um, I I don't know. I don't know what qualifies me to be here <laughs> except for our conversations. And I just am who I am, and I live how I live. <laughs> Absolutely. And I'm once again like I know you know this is a new thing for everyone here, but whenever I have a question about something nutrition, um, on the nutrition uh, scale, something holistic, I go to Devereaux. Um, things with your diet, nutrition, and this is where I want to open up that awareness. And we also, mm. if we have time, we'll touch into things um, outside of just fitness and nutrition as wellness coaches have. And, you know, I'm in my infancy, but yeah, we'll touch on those things with wellness relationships. But Deborah, once again, um, I just had a couple questions here. What are you, some of your go-to things uh, when it comes to like meal prep, dieting? Because I know mm. I, we've sat down. I just want to kind of get like your overall, like your day-to-day things. I see we got some, yeah. some kombucha here. Oh, it's yeah. A... Shout out to, what is it? Health A kombucha. Yeah. Oh, yes. I love this kombucha. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, yeah, I don't, I actually hate meal prepping. So that's a, a struggle <laughs> that I'm currently uh, going through. I cannot stand meal prepping. And I don't know why, but I just don't like to. Oh okay. Hey, look, that's all right. <laughs> but I will say that I do. Um, so like <clears throat> for breakfast, I'm I'm the type of person I don't like to eat a very heavy breakfast. Uh, I usually have like water or fruit for breakfast. Um, or I'll do like a smoothie or something, which is kind of a combination of the two. Yeah. <laughs> um, or I'm, I might have like oatmeal every now and then, but I usually don't really eat a very heavy breakfast. And if I do eat like something substantial, it's going to have to be after like noon. Cause I don't know. That's just the way my body works. But, um, yeah, I love to eat like fruit and things. Um, and then I guess in the in like my lunchtime i usually eat like leftovers from the night before because <laughs> i usually cook way too much food um at one time for one for two people but um my favorite meal of the day is dinner i and i used to not like cooking dinner i used to actually really hate cooking in general but <laughs> now <laughs> i found this so hard to believe <laughs> i know right it's crazy i have a whole like instagram like story that's just like all of the, the dishes that i make that are vegan and I think it just became more fun for me when I did become vegan because you do have to kind of think outside of the box to make dishes that you might have liked when you ate meat, but now you can't use those meat ingredients anymore. Yeah. So it is a little fun. It's like, you know, just being innovative with how you cook. <laughs> um, so for me, my dinners usually consist of a fresh vegetable. I usually do like kale. I don't really like it canned. I would rather have like whole, you know, um, uh, I guess fresh 
like I said, vegetables, and mm-hmm. I, I'll do kale, I'll do uh, green beans, I'll do sometimes I do like uh, cabbage and things like that. But I have like a leafy green, and then I actually use um, a lot of well, not a lot, but I like to use the like Beyond Meat. Uh, yes. Yes, I <laughs> love the Beyond Meat sausage and the Field Roast sausage. And those are usually my main like meat substitute staples yeah. for my dinner. Um, wow, breathing through this mask <laughs> was really crazy just now. Um, <laughs> it's a tough one with these masks. I know. Yeah. So, yeah, we're also trying to stay safe. So we're podcasting through masks because we're trying. Hashtag social distance life. <laughs> Hashtag social distance life. No Rona. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. But, yeah, so, like, I usually do um, Beyond Meat. Um like the Beyond Meat burger and the Beyond Meat sausage are like the majority of my meals. Like every night I'm probably having one of those things like to fill my meats unless I'm doing like a bean or something. Um, but yeah, I just, I really just, when I became vegan, I just tried to look for things that would replace the things that I might miss. Um, but still had like wholesome ingredients. So I try to stay away from soys. Um, People, a lot of the times, there's a lot of studies about, like, kind of the, uh, I guess it's estrogen. It's like an estrogen-like yes. chemical that's in soy mm-hmm. that kind of uh, has adverse effects on your body if you eat it too much. So I try really hard to stay away from stuff like that. And um, that's why I really love Field Roast because all of their meat ingredients are, like, mushrooms and, mm. like, you know, just marinated vegetables that are just, like, have a texture now because they've been like marinated in something for so long so yeah that's i guess a general rundown <laughs> yeah, that is once again awesome because whenever like we would i guess be in the same context there i'd always see just all the meals that you had prop i'm like oh, where's she getting this stuff and i just want to give you a shout out for those you, you spoke on two things of course soy is one of them and also about time placement mm. um, i had this um conversation with my partner about like the time that people eat, you said you're more of a, you know, not big on breakfast. Right. And I read somewhere, I think uh, one of our colleagues, we were, I was uh, having a conversation with how there's, there's two kinds of people I read somewhere on the study. There's people who either have to eat maybe one or two meals, like big meals through the day. Mm-hmm. And there's people like me, I have to eat every two hours or I'm going to pass out. Oh, no. <laughs> so if you ever see me on like some of our, those, calls that we have mm-hmm. I, if my camera's up I am stuffing my face <laughs> and then after that call is over I have to immediately get food yeah and like I tell my partner I was like hey I, I need to get food because I'm, I'm going to pass out I feel like yeah. Jason Statham in that crank movie if I'm, if I'm out of energy I'm going down right. so every <laughs> right. two hours they're like small to medium meals I, I don't yeah. eat big meals I was 19 year old Jay that's that's not me anymore <laughs> <laughs> if we do that now it's gonna be no but um like just yeah tell me a little bit more about how you said, are you more of the person who has to space out meals, small meals during the day? Yeah. Like, what, is, what is your kind of... Honestly, is, it really does depend on my daily flow. Okay. So, like, I've noticed that before quarantine and this time where we've actually been able to pay attention to how our bodies like to work, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> I'm throwing shade at the government right now, <laughs> but um, <laughs> now that we've had this time to really pay attention to ourselves, like, if you, if you choose to do that with your time... Mm-hmm. I've noticed that um, I don't always eat the same. So, for instance, when I know that I have to go out in public or I have to be around people and I might not get to eat, like, 
during the day as frequently because I'm not at home, I'll eat a larger breakfast. Okay. And and I can and it and like my body knows that like, okay, we need to eat this larger breakfast because of what's going to be happening in our day. Mm. Um now when I'm at home, I do like to kind of do like a few small meals during the day. Um so I actually kind of do four. I do uh, my breakfast, which is like water, like a lot of water or fruit in the morning. I usually have like two mangoes and Ooh. or like maybe an avocado and like water. <laughs> you, can't, you can't see me right now. I'm losing my, my, losing my mind right now. She's saying all the food that I love. But please proceed. I'm sorry. Yeah. And I'll like, you know, I'll sometimes I'll spice my avocado, like salt and pepper or like lemon pepper and yeah. uh, just like different spices. Or I'll like, you know, uh, put spices on my mango so it's like spicy um but i'll do that in the morning or have a smoothie and then i'll usually have like a uh, another small kind of meal maybe like what did i have the other day if i don't have fruit then i'll have like avocado and maybe like a piece of sausage that's like a field roast sausage so yeah. i'll like cut it in half and then cut it in quarters and then just like fry it up real quick and eat that but i usually do do like breakfast lunch dinner or breakfast lunch supper and then dinner so like I kind of break it up into fours when I'm at home. Um, and especially if, and I, and I hope this isn't like TMI, but especially for, because I'm a woman, especially if I know I'm coming up on my, my menstrual oh. cycle, because you start losing nutrients as your body is like shedding your uterine yes, mitis. absolutely. So I know that I have to eat more so that I don't feel so lethargic and so terrible as I'm going through that cycle. Um, so yeah, I really do just eat depending on what my body needs that day. Um, I don't really have like a regimen, but I do try to pay attention because I know I can tell. Like at this point, I can tell when I'm like missing something in my diet. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. I've I've read up on some um, studies how you hear all these things about how eight glasses of water, all these exact measurements, and then I kept watching these studies with actual people, not mm -hmm. just videos on Facebook and stuff. But how uh, they said your your body knows. And yeah. Just, yeah. you know, if you're, if you're thirsty, you're thirsty. Like, oh, I've had my eighth glass. I'm done. You know, you're thirsty. And, and like you say, for this TMI, you, this, this whole podcast is, you know, the future topics. We're going to talk about misogyny, toxic mm. monogamy, um, toxic um, masculinity. Mm. Um, with one of our other colleagues there, it's, we get into intimacy. So mm. this is a deep podcast. It's a safe place. Yay. And, um, you know, <laughs> like whenever, um, just random side seg uh, segue that whenever I talk about, you know, when I was on, on dating apps, you know, yeah. I, I always try to put down, I'm trying to change dating culture. Mm. So I'm trying to trying to change this narrative that dating, you know, I, I heard from one of our colleagues, they said they're, you know, since they'd gotten married, they're like, I'm so glad I don't have to date anymore. And I'm like, well, it, I'm so fed up with that society has uh, put this stigma on dating mm. that it is this toxic place when there's just toxic people and sociopaths in True. there. Um, I know we're kind of segueing from, from health there. No, but that's we'll, okay. We'll bring it back around, but that's, that's, okay. that's a future podcast for later, unless you want to go into that. I mean, because I, mean, I only the question I had was about soy and we can come back to that. Too. We, we'll come back to it. <laughs> okay, Let's okay. come back, come back to, to soy. It. For, Cause, cause we, is, is the tea? I don't have tea with We can, No, we could go to soy and finish our okay. wellness talk. Yes. And then we'll go back to that okay. dating topic because I have things to say, but I don't want to derail us. Please. Thank you. And oh, I appreciate you keeping me on track. <laughs> So my second question, uh, like I said, was soy. Yeah. Um, just for example, I you know I try to try to work out, try to be fit, and I just the one of the favorite whey proteins that I get. I think it's um, I forget the brand, but um, I just found out that there that soy is one of its main ingredients. Mm, yeah. And I was you know I'm 
I, I used to, so right now I'm about like 185, 190. Mm-hmm. Um, back back when I was in college, I was 140 okay. in the same height. Okay. So it was lean. I went to put on muscle. Yeah. And I, you know, everyone in podcasts, some people kind of lose weight from gaining muscle because, you mm-hmm. know, I had some confidence issues with that. I felt mm-hmm. just a little scrawny, you know. Um, but yeah, I would figure out, I would, I was just taking this whey protein, mm-hmm. not knowing that soy's in there. So I, I bulk up like that first few days and then just, I would see that mm-hmm. mass go. And I'm like, well, I started reading up on soy, like I said, estrogen, mm-hmm. of course, that's more dominant in, in, in women mm-hmm. to make, but it was kind of catastrophic in my gains. Yeah. So I had to keep yeah. switching whey protein. But tell me, um, your whole aspect on soy the benefits and disadvantages and things. I just want to know your perspective from yes. someone who knows more than I do. I won't say that I know more than you do because this is really just based on like my experience and different things that I'll read every mm-hmm. now and then. Me personally, I I love to read. So like I'm always reading something and I'm always learning something new and trying to apply it to my life. Yeah. Um, But from what I've gathered from a lot of the different research behind soy, it's, well, first of all, I, th- I should preface this by saying Soy is in like 90% of the American diet. And I don't think people realize it. And, you know, I think we, there, there can be some debate and I feel like a doctor should, like someone can substantiate what I'm about to say. But I personally have, I guess, like wonder how much the amount of soy that is in our diet affects kind of this like crazy cancer like wave that has mm-hmm. come in the last like 30 40 50 years oh, yeah. um with people like more and more people get dying from cancer or like getting cancer at some point in their life um and i just i wonder like you know that's a that's a big reason why i became vegan is because i was starting to learn more about what was in our food mm-hmm. and the different chemicals and the different additives and things like that there are, that are allowed to be in our food And one thing that I really found was that there is a correlation between the amount of soy that you eat in your diet and the amount of estrogens it has and then how that affects women in getting breast cancer later. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so my mom is actually a doctor. She did some research on it. And so I've read a little bit of her research. This is how I kind of started to inform my own opinion about Mm -hmm. it. But um, yeah, I just kind of tried to look out for how much like things that explicitly have like the first ingredient which is like soy Mm -hmm. um because you know you do want to kind of watch the estrogen levels especially as a woman like i don't i there's not a whole bunch of preventative help or or health like studies about how to keep from getting different diseases but you know when i see a connection i'm like uh okay maybe i'm i won't cut it completely out of my life because like i said i'm not an oncologist or course, i'm not yeah. someone that studies cancer but i'm also not an idiot <laughs> you know oh agree so it's kind of just yeah. like when i start seeing patterns i like to just try to you know be cautious of things oh, yeah. so for me i tried really hard to find um foods that are non-soy or like you know just have less soy maybe not the first ingredient because usually the way that they list the ingredients is by the amount of like of it that's in the food yeah so if i see soy first on the ingredient list which everyone read the ingredients on your food 
like we've got to start doing that that's something that i'm very adamant about it's like read what you're putting in your body so you know even if you're not going to stop eating it just read it like you should know but anyway so (laughs) if i see something that has maybe soy as the first ingredient i'm less likely to pick it up and take it home um that's why i love beyond meat because it doesn't have i think it i think some of the beyond meat products are non-soy i'm not sure about the burger patties but like some of them are non-soy so I try to just incorporate that into my diet or like not incorporate that into my diet for those reasons. Um, now, on the other hand, <laughs> soy is delicious. <laughs> uh, there's so much out there that like if you're a person that's getting into the vegan lifestyle or like yeah. the plant-based lifestyle, you're going to come across like so many things that are made out of soy. And a lot of those things taste very, very good. And a lot of those things are good for you. So like I said, it's all about kind of, I think just evaluating the patterns that you see if something you know or like you've read kind of alludes to the fact that it might be more harmful than good for you Mm -hmm. then maybe just stop maybe just not do that as much or find a way to combat that thing exactly i I definitely agree with you with balance yeah that's a point where you know and i I explained this i guess before on a, a previous call that i no longer during the week i i eat at home yeah. And then the weekends is where I get to, you know, do cheat meals here and there. <laughs> yeah. But I started noticing, um, especially because, you know, I'm, I'm 31 mm-hmm. and I've always been, a, you know, a leaner person. So gaining, you know, weight was not as hard. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just started noticing, like you said, the effects of soy that it has on your body. Yeah. Um, it, 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 you, you brought a lot of awareness to myself and hopefully to the people listening of how, you know, just that pattern of things like uh, those, I guess those chemical imbalances. Mm-hmm. I'm not, once again, I'm not a physician, but <laughs> like you said, with things like leads to breast cancer. Mm-hmm. My older sister, um, who had, had worked in a little bit of medical field when she was in the service, um, I remember she was talking about like just things limiting her diet for her, for my, my nephew, her son, mm-hmm. um, just because I write up on stuff with soy, how in for men, things like hair loss or mm-hmm. tile dysfunction, mm-hmm. all these things that are just how soy plays into the body. Yeah. Of course, moderation is always good. Yeah, everything's good in moderation, as yeah. they say. But just when I see it, I'm at the grocery store. I'm like, nope. <laughs> all all the, these pills, nope. I just I just right. get it out and I say, oh, no soy. I'm like, yes, let me get right. that. I grab that up. Oh, yes. Yeah, give so me that. <laughs> I, 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 once again, I, this is these conversations, what I love that uh, bringing that awareness to yeah. that. So thank you for speaking on that. Yeah. Um, I think those are the main two topics that I had so far. Like I said, this is, I mean, you know, there, there was a lot of other ones I think I sent you in the text about oh. just, about like um, nutrition, but you know, that, that other salt um, topic, we can always go into that too as well. Oh yeah, true. What we got. Ah, well, have you ever, are you plant-based? So I'm, I'm a poser. A poser? <laughs> Like what I, does that mean? <laughs> like at this moment in life, I am trying to do better. Okay. And especially with this whole wellness coaching, I, mm. I, I like cleaning up my diet. Um, like just no TMI, but I don't know. I just, I've been, I got so sensitive to like things like dairy mm. in my diet. And I was tired of being, you know, in literal pain. Yeah. So I started cleaning up my diet and then I, I started working out like right around college mm-hmm. Where I took a health, a health and wellness class, and I never knew that this was going to be, like <laughs> the career. goal. Yeah. But that that was one of the best things for me, learning about nutrition. I learned about my BMI, um, mm. learning about. It was like a, a fitness nutrition class. 
Yeah. So um, I, I started cleaning up my diet, but of course, it's a young 19-year-old me that I could lose you know, weight in a week. <laughs> um, so I am trying to get on this vegan train. Okay. Not, I don't know if I'm ready to, to become a vegan, but I want to be like, like, like 40% vegan. Yeah. Uh, so if you have like any suggestions, tips, I, <sighs> I know you, you've recommended, um, the Beyond Meat. Oh yeah. So yeah. Beyond Meat burgers are great. Um, field roast sausages. I'll show you them because okay. I'm probably going to cook those tonight. <laughs> hey, <turn it. laughs> um, but yeah. I don't know. For me, um, I definitely, whenever I talk to someone about being vegan, I always, always, always lead with, please transition slowly. Because if you want it to stick, if you want it to be something that you can make into a lifestyle and not just something that you do kind of like as a a fad diet or something, Mm -hmm. um, transition slow and really take your time. Like really take your time. Um, I, I, okay, so here's my vegan journey. (laughs) Because I messed it up. I messed up and I had to go back and correct myself. So what I did was about 20, oh man, was it 2015? For the sake of time, we'll say 2015. I was like, you know what? I don't want, I saw What the Health and, um, which is like a video or a movie. And then I saw something else that had to do with the way that they like treat cows and like, the meatpacking industry. Oh. And I was disgusted. So I was like, yeah, I don't want to do this no more. I think I watched that documentary. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So and I have no idea what it's called. Like, I have no idea what it's called. But so I watched those two documentaries. And from those documentaries, I started just like researching. Cause yes. that's what I do. When I'm like faced with an issue or faced with something some new information and I want to substantiate it and formulate my own opinions about it, I just start reading everything I can about oh, yeah. it. Um, so I started doing some reading and just like following up on the things that I was hearing in these documentaries. And what I came upon was, um, actually Dr. Sebi. Um, so Dr. Sebi is a, well, was, um, rest in peace, Dr. Sebi, but Dr. Sebi was a holistic medicine healer. Um, so he started practicing in New York in, I want to say like the seventies. And um, he actually got in trouble, like, like the government, I guess, of New York was like, you can't keep saying that you're a doctor because you're not a medically licensed doctor. And he was like, I mean, but I've been curing people and I have 200 plus people that can come and testify to the way that I've been curing them. So they did. He won his case. And um, but he still wasn't allowed to legally, like, call himself a doctor in you know, the state of New York or whatever. Yeah. But, so that's a little bit about Dr. Sebi. So Dr. Sebi, basically what he did was he fe- he figured out the optimal diet for the expression of the African genome. That sounds like a lot, but it's not. Basically what that means is that he found the diet or an optimal diet for cell regeneration and like expressing cells or like giving your cells the food it needs to express itself more or less perfectly. At least that's, you know, what his claim was. Yeah. Um, and so what when I read that, I was like, whoa, wait. <laughs> so we can cure disease with eating. We can, you know, like cure ailments and things like that simply by changing what we're eating. And it was revolutionary for me. So I was like, I, I'm here for it. And I tried <laughs> to do it. The thing about that diet is <laughs> <laughs> it involves a lot of raw foods and it involves a lot of foods that um, and it 
well, I guess I should say it restricts you from eating a lot of food, mm -hmm. a lot of them. Like you would think, oh, alkaline vegan, which is what um, people who eat that way call themselves usually now. But you think, okay, alkaline vegan, like, okay, you're eating vegetables, you're eating like fruits and nuts. No, there's even certain vegetables and fruits that you're not supposed to eat under this diet because they are not alkaline, which yes. means they are acidic. acidic yep. So, and there's so much I could get into. This could be a whole topic yeah. in itself. Like we could do the rest of the podcast on this topic. Yeah. But I started with alkaline veganism. I was gung-ho, but I hadn't done enough research to kind of replace the vitamins and minerals that I would need in my diet to like be okay. Mm -hmm. um, even though you're eating these great foods, you still need certain quantities of them and you still need to make sure that you're eating them in the right combinations because it's, I don't, I guess because you're used to eating a certain diet already. So I basically shocked my body. It <laughs> <laughs> was not good. I was doing this diet for maybe two, three months when I realized that like my body was like going to shock and that wasn't good. Oh, wow. Um, so I had to back up. <laughs> I went back. I started back eating chicken. I I never touched pork or beef again, but um, mm. I started back eating chicken from uh, like say mid 2015, and then from there until about 2019. Yeah, from there till about 2019, I did a slow journey of going from like just eating poultry and fish to just eating fish. And then really getting off of, I never really ate dairy because I'm, I'm lactose intolerant, but really getting past like the, oh, I just want to eat stuff that tastes like chicken mm -hmm. type like phase. And then I like was a full vegan. So it was almost like a three year journey, to yeah. be honest, like just trying to get to the point where I had found all of the snacks and foods and different things that I like. So I wouldn't be tempted to go and go to cookout and get a cookout tray. <laughs> you know what I mean? Agreed. Yeah. So. I said all that to say when if you're going to be plant based, definitely give yourself a lot of time and like don't rush yourself. You'll get there because eventually when you start cutting out these foods, you you literally will not want them anymore. Like your body will just reject them like it won't taste good. It won't satisfy you in the same way anymore. And you'll notice that when you do eat it, you do not feel good. Oh, like yeah. you can feel the actual physical chemical change that happens in your body from eating foods that are less than good for you you know what i'm saying oh yeah agreed so yeah <laughs> that was my like vegan journey yes. and that's just my like general knowledge like advice to vegan people that want to start a plant-based diet like take it slow do your research and definitely find foods that are like accessible to you wherever you are because not everything is accessible to everybody everywhere agreed agreed i think from the the small a little bit of research I've done on that. Um, I, I have, like I said, I haven't noticed those effects. Like you said, dairy, certain things I've had that mm -hmm. have had milk, like actual milk product in there. I just, I just, my whole body just shows, nope, this is an issue. Yeah. Um, yeah. A lot of <laughs> body be like, you tried it. Right? It's like, <laughs> hey, you gonna learn today. <laughs> but but I, 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 like I said, that is so, that is so rich. And I, once again, I do appreciate you sharing yeah. and, and bringing your knowledge to this, this, this wellness corner. And I um, yeah, I definitely want to implement those in my in my diet and change yeah. up. Um, I've already knocked out pork for a good while. Oh yeah. And the times that I haven't, or someone lets me know, I'm just like, this is not working. <laughs> um, just the, the the salt alone. I, yeah. I, I know you know as as, as uh, black people, uh, I know 
high blood pressure runs. Yeah. High. And in my family, it runs fairly high. So I mm-hmm. just cut out pork altogether. Yeah. Um, but that, definitely, thank you, thank you so much for sharing there. I'm we're we're right in what twenty seven minutes, okay. almost in the thirty minute marker. Cool. How are you feeling? This is. You know, I could talk. Hey. So <laughs> <laughs> when I get to talking about something that's like important to me, I can talk. Oh yeah. <laughs> like this is. I, I was telling my partner, I have one episode. I think that her and I did. This is going to be. That's the pilot. Okay. So I think. So I, I appreciate you volunteering because you're technically episode. One oh, officially. Shoot. That's why I, I put you in the spot. I was like, so odd. <laughs> so this is where I'm at. Um, I ha- I got all these mock ones. So technically, this is the one that you know I would like to put out there. And um, thank yes. you for for being the the te- I, I had a, I had to go to the doctor. That's that's the nickname, <laughs> unofficial nickname after. I had to go to the doctor. Hello, L. Miss uh, Miss Mother Nature herself, as Hello. our 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 good friend quoted her. I, I don't take credit on that, but oh my yes. goodness! Well, well yeah. thank you. That humbles me for real. Like you can't see underneath this mask, but right. like my cheeks hurt from smiling so much <laughs> because wow, that makes me feel so like oh, yeah. you trust me, and that's wonderful. Absolutely. <laughs> all, all the times you would see me, I'd come by, and I'm like, so I, I gotta give you, you know. Yeah. Those remarks. So greatly Thank appreciate you. it. Thank you so much. So we can either stop it there or you want to keep going because I know we had that other subject or I want to make sure you're good on time. I mean, I'm about to cook. Yeah, let's let's take a little breather. Yeah. We can yeah, we can cook and like eat and then maybe if we want to go back into it, we can. Sure, sure. That'll sure. give you time to save here. So we're gonna True. go pause this right about now. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to the Wellness Corner After Hours podcast. Today's musical selection was brought to you by Darren. You can find his tracks on Spotify, Apple Music, and other streaming stations out there. For any more information on The Wellness Corner, you can find our links on social media, on Instagram, Facebook, and others coming soon.